0: Alright, so today we're going to send us this Feast of Shavuot. I figure we'll talk about the Feast of Shavuot. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense to me, right? Mm -hmm. Alright, so specifically, we're going to talk about the Feast of Shavuot, and we're going to talk about Elohim's perfect timing, which we've been having trouble uh, sinking with. (laughs) you know but nevertheless we got it third time's a charm right Mm -hmm. you know so this is obviously a subject of controversy you know um, yeah definitely so now when it comes to matters of controversy scripture uh, gives us a dictate as to what we are to do You know, and so, when you think about it, you know, that's what we ought to do, just what Scripture says. And what Scripture says is actually found in Deuteronomy 17, 8 through 13. It says, if there arise a matter too hard for thee in judgment... Between blood and blood, between plea and plea, between stroke and stroke, between matters of controversy within thy gates. Then shalt thou arise and get thee up into the place which Yahuwah thy Elohim shall choose. Now this place which Elohim chose was his temple, of course. You know, and verse 9 continues on and says, And thou shalt come unto the priests, the Levites, and unto the judge that shall be in those days, and inquire. And they shall show thee the sentence of judgment. And thou shalt do according to the sentence which they of that place which Yahuwah shall choose shall show thee. Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. And thou shalt do according to the sentence which they of that place which Yahuwah shall choose shall show thee. Mm -hmm. And thou shalt observe to do according to all that they inform thee. According to the sentence of the Torah (laughs) Which they shall teach thee and according to the judgment which they shall tell thee that thou shalt do. Thou shalt not decline from the sentence which they shall show thee to the right hand or to the left. Hmm. The man that will do do presumptuously and will not hearken unto the priest that standeth to minister there before Yahweh thy Elohim. Or unto the judge even that man shall die. Hmm. And thou shalt put away the evil from Israel. And all the people shall hear and fear and do no more presumptuously. Amen. Alright so here it is. When it comes to matters of controversy, when it comes to matters that's 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 difficult, you know, we're to turn to the Levitical, Levitical priests that were serving in the temple. You know, the place where Elohim chose. Right? Alright, now, so the temple has long since been gone, ever since 70 AD, right? Nevertheless, the temple priest, i.e. the Zadokite priest, Are still speaking to us today via the Dead Sea Scrolls and within the Dead Sea Scrolls it speaks about Shavuot or Pentecost Mm -hmm. and you know in the Dead Sea Scrolls they had their calendar preserved they preserved their calendar so that you know those of of us who had questions you know concerning this controversial matter could actually Still follow scripture, follow Torah, and go to the, the temple priest and get our answer. You know, because they recorded their calendar. And on their calendar, they said that Shavuot is in the third month on the 15th day. Alright? Mm-hmm. According to the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar, Shavuot uh, is on the third month, the fifteenth day, every year, every year for eternity. Third month, fifteenth day of Yah's calendar. You know um, that's presented from the temple priests in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Third month, fifteenth day, which so happens to be the day. You know when we when we. Um, just position that calendar uh, or superimpose that calendar upon the Gregorian calendar of today, you know, it falls on June 2nd, which is today. Now, the Yahudu, they actually kept Shavuot last week on the 8th. And, you know, and then you have some other people kept it up at other times. You know, and so, yes, it's a very controversial issue. But because we want to have scriptural reasoning for the things we say and do around here. You know, we're going to go with what scripture says. We're going to seek out the temple priest, and we're going to follow what they say. We're going to let them be the judge. And so that's what we're doing. And so we're keeping Shavuot. In the third month, on the 15th day, even as the Zadokite priest preserved in the calendar um, that was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Now, here it is. We see that it landed on the third month, 15th day. Now, when we take that into consideration, you know, when we take that into consideration, you know, we we have to, uh, we can can backtrack if you would, you know, and, and figure out like, you know, when we're considering this, we figure out like why why the, does it say to keep it in the third month on the 15th day? You know, um, I'm a big proponent of why. You know, and so I took that into consideration that they said it was the third month, 15th day, and I was like, okay, okay, if this is the third day, 15th um, day, third month, 15th day, why does it fall on the third month, 15th day? And so y'all gave me an answer, you know, and I'm going to share that answer with you today. You know, and it's, it's anchored in Scripture. In Leviticus 23, 9 through 16, in fact. my next reader read Leviticus 23, verses
1: 9 through 15, please? And Yahuwah spake unto Moshe, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye be come into the land which I give unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, then ye shall bring a sheaf of the firstfruits of your harvest unto the priest." And he shall wave the sheep, the sheaf before Yahuwah, to be accepted for you on the morrow after the Sabbath the priest shall wave it. And ye shall offer that day when ye wave the sheaf and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto Yahuwah, and the meat offering thereof shall be two tenths deals of fine flour mingled with oil an offering made by fire unto Yahuwah for a sweet savor, and the drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of a hin. And ye shall eat neither bread, nor parched corn, nor green ears, until the selfsame day that ye have brought an offering unto your Elohim. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings and ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath. From the day that she brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Shabbats shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Shabbat shall ye number fifty days, and ye shall offer a new meat offering unto Yahuwah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so there's another precept in scripture that says every matter should be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses as well. Right? Okay, so we had a Dead Sea Scroll, that's one witness. You know, and in contemplating why the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, why the priests from the Dead Sea Scrolls say what they said, you know, I came across Leviticus 23, 9 through 16. And within this, I found yet another witness to support the third month, the 15th day. You know, and It is even What we read here in Verse 15 where it says And ye shall count unto you from the mile After the Sabbath from the day that you brought The sheaf of the wave offering Seven Sabbaths shall be complete It's because of these seven complete Sabbaths that Shavuot Is also called the feast Of weeks Because Shavuot Can translate Literally into weeks And so that's why it's called the Feast of Weeks because Shavuot can mean weeks. Amen? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and so there's a counting that's called the Counting of the Omer, you know, that comes from after the Sabbath up until Shavuot. And it's called the Counting of the Omer, Mm -hmm. you know, and it goes from Pesach to Shavuot. Well, The controversy with, with that is, is that scripture, as we read in the scripture, that you're supposed to start counting tomorrow after the Sabbath. But the controversy comes in as to which Sabbath to start counting from. And so this is where a lot of folks you know, uh, disagree. But in all actuality, if we understand properly what it means to have seven complete sabbaths, then we'll see that there can only be one. It can only be one that is speaking of. And I'm, I'm going to try to show this to, to you. I pray that you can see it. you know. But Okay, so we're going to go back to Leviticus 23.15 It says, And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the sabbath, from the day that ye brought the, the sheaf of the wave offering, seven sabbaths, Shall be complete Mm -hmm. Everybody remember that right Mm -hmm. Seven Sabbaths shall be complete Mm -hmm. Alright We're going to take this slow You know because I want everybody to get this You know Now first of all It says seven Sabbaths shall be complete So I want to properly define What a Sabbath is You know it's found in Exodus 20 verse 11 It says for in six days that um, Yahweh made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But He rested on the seventh day. Therefore, Yahuwah blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Okay, so a complete Sabbath is when you work six days and you rest the seventh. Everybody with me? Yeah. When you work six days and you rest the seventh. Now, for fitness, Yah gave me another revelation. You know, we're we'll talking about maybe, maybe a bit later, maybe not. We'll see. You know, but a complete Sabbath: work six days, rest the Sabbath. Anybody with me? Yeah. All right. Don't stop clicking now. Clicking. Thank you. All right, so let's go to the calendar. All right, so this is a B. You know, or Nissan Or whatever you want to call it, right? This is the first month mm-hmm. of Yah's calendar Now first month of the Dead Sea Scroll calendar Now, the question is, you know Which Sabbath? Now it says tomorrow After the Sabbath is when you're Supposed to be counting, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. you're supposed to count what? Complete. Seven complete Sabbaths Right? right? Yeah. Okay, so let's Start right here from the first Sabbath So if we start counting Tomorrow after the Sabbath We're going to count seven complete Sabbaths, right? Right. One, one Sabbath, and then we run into another Sabbath right here. Two Sabbaths, but that's not a complete Sabbath because we have only one, two, three, (laughs) four days, and then we have a Sabbath. And then we have one, two, three days, and we have a third Sabbath. And then we have one, two, three days, and have another third Sabbath. And then we have one, two, three, four days, and we have yet another Sabbath. Everybody with me? Yes. So it cannot be tomorrow after the first Sabbath. Yeah. So we can rule this one out. All right, so let's try the second Sabbath. Tomorrow after the second Sabbath. So here's the second Sabbath. Tomorrow after the uh, second Sabbath, let's see if we can count... Seven complete Sabbaths. So we go one, two, three days, and we have a Sabbath. We already have an incomplete Sabbath. Yeah. Then we go um, another one, two, three days, we have another Sabbath, another incomplete Sabbath. Then we go another one, two, three days, and we have another incomplete Sabbath. And then we go another one, two, three days, and we have another incomplete Sabbath. Yeah. So we rule we rule this one out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one obviously can't be it. All right. So if we start from the third, tomorrow after the third Sabbath, which would be this right, this one right here, which would be the 19th of a beat, you know, tomorrow after the third Sabbath. You know, let's see if we count seven complete Sabbaths. We go two days, and we have a Sabbath. So that's an incomplete Sabbath already. Yeah. Then we go one, two, three, four days, and we have another Sabbath. You know, so that's another incomplete Sabbath. So we can rule that one out, right? Yeah. We can't get seven complete Sabbaths out of that one either. So we rule that one out. Now we only have one left in the month of a B, unless it's not in the month of a B, you know. But here it is. The next Sabbath will be on the 25th. And if we start counting on morrow after the Sabbath, which would be day 26 of a B, let's see if we can get seven complete sabbaths. So we start here on the 26th and we have one, two, three, four, five, and we have to go in um, and this is, well, I don't tell it myself, but this is actually actually the one that that, that you'll wave the sheath on because this is the only one you can count seven complete sabbaths from. You know, so it's going to be the mile after the last Sabbath of Abid, which is uh, the 26th of Abid. You know, this is when you would weigh the sheep, and then you would count seven complete Sabbaths. So one, two, three, four, five. We have to go into the next month to get six, and now we have our first our first, um, um, Sabbath, week yeah. one. You know, and then we have... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then rest the seventh. We have another complete Sabbath, week two. Work one through six, rest the, the seventh, we have another complete Sabbath, week three. Work one through six, rest the the um, seventh, we have another complete Sabbath, week four. Work one through six, rest the seventh, we have another complete Sabbath, week five. <laughs> One through six, rest the seventh, we have another complete Sabbath, week six. One through six, work one through six, rest the seventh, we have another complete Sabbath, week seven, and then count the day after, and that would be Shavuot. And as you see, it falls on the 15th of the third month, exactly as the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar said it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Does everyone see how we got that? Yes. Yeah. Is that clear? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So we counted seven complete Sabbaths, and then the day after that, that seventh um, Sabbath, which would have been week seven, Shavuot, on the fifteenth of the third month. So we clear on that, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's the second witness. You know. Um, the second witness is in conjunction with Leviticus twenty-three fifteen, and it's counting the seven complete Sabbaths. Anybody with me? Yep. Yeah. All right. Now we have yet uh, some more witnesses that's found in the book of Jubilees, and so we're going to take a look at the book of Jubilees now. What is the Book of Jubilees? Now this is the history of the division of the days of the Torah and of the testimony of the events of the years and of their year weeks and of their jubilees throughout all the years of the world as Yahuwah spake to Moshe on Mount Sinai when he went up to receive the tables of the Torah and of the commandment according to the voice of Elohim as he said unto him, Go up to the top of the mountain. This is what he received from an angel of Yah's presence. You know, up in that mountain. This is this is the claim of the Book of Jubilees. Everybody with me? Yes. All right. Hallelujah. So, now according to the Book of Jubilees, Noah kept Shavuot. Where? It's found in Jubilees chapter six. I'm going to read verses one through ten. It says, and on, on the new moon of the third month, he went forth from the ark and built an altar on that mountain. And he made an atonement for the earth and took a kid and made atonement by his blood for all the guilt of the earth. For everything that had been on it had been destroyed, save those that were in the ark with Noah. And he placed the fat thereof on the altar and he took an ox and a goat and a sheep and the kids and a salt and a turtle dove and the young of a of a dove and placed a burnt sacrifice on the altar and poured thereon an offering mingled with oil and sprinkled wine and strew frankincense over everything and caused a goodly savior to arise acceptable before um the adonai and the adonai smelt the goodly savior and he made a covenant with him that there should be not any more flood to destroy the earth that all the days of the earth seed time and harvest should never cease cold and heat summer and winter and day and night should not change their order nor cease forever and you Increase ye, in the, increase ye and multiply upon the earth and become many upon it and be a blessing upon it. The fear of you and the dread of you I will inspire in everything that is on the earth and in the sea. And behold, I have given unto you all beasts and all winged things and everything that moves on the earth and the fish and the waters and all the things for food as the green herbs. I have given you all things to eat, but flesh with the life thereof, with the blood ye shall not eat. For the life of all flesh is in the blood, lest your blood of your lives be required. Mm. At the hand of every man, at the hand of every beast, will I require the blood of man. Mm-hmm. Whoso sheddeth man's blood by man, shall his blood be shed. For in the image of Elohim made he man. And you increase ye and multiply on the earth. All right, so we see that this was on the third new moon of the third month, you know, that he went forth from the ark and built an altar on that mountain. Right? Mm-hmm. So we see this was definitely in the third third month. And it said, and he made a covenant with him, you know, during that time. So right off the rip, we see that this third month is associated with what? Oh. A, covenant. A, a covenant. Exactly. You know, with the covenant of Elohim and man. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, now. We're going to continue on Jubilees 6, 11 through 18. It goes on to say, and Noah and his sons swore that they would not eat any blood that was in any flesh. And he made a covenant before Yahuwah Elohim forever throughout all the generations of the earth on um, in this month. Mm-hmm. What month? The third month. Right? Mm-hmm. Now. On this account, he spake to thee that thou shouldest make a covenant with the children of Israel in this month upon the mountain with an oath. And that thou shouldest sprinkle blood upon them because of all the words of the covenant (coughs) which Yahuwah made with them forever. And this testimony is written concerning you that you should observe it continually so that you should not eat. On any day any blood of beast or birds or cattle during all the days of the earth. And the man who eats the blood of beast or of cattle or of birds during all the days of the earth. He and his seed shall be rooted out of the land. And do thou command the children of Israel to eat no blood. So that their names and their seed may be before Yahweh our Elohim continually. For this law there is no limit of days. For it is forever. So we see this is forever, right? Mm -hmm. They shall observe it throughout their generations so that they may continue supplicating on your behalf with blood before the altar. Every day and at the time of morning and evening they shall seek forgiveness on your behalf perpetually before Yahuwah that they may keep it and not be rooted out and he gave to Noah and his sons a sign that there should not again be a flood on the earth he set his bow in the cloud for a sign of the eternal covenant that there should not again be a flood on the earth to destroy it all the days of the earth for this reason it is ordained and written on the heavenly tablets Mm -hmm. that they should celebrate the feast of weeks in this month Which month is that? The third month? Once a year to renew the covenant every year and from the day of Noah's death his sons did away with it. Until the days of Abraham and they did eat blood. So we see that they kept it all the way up until Noah died. You know. And then they did away with it and it was done away until the days of Abraham. And they did eat blood, so they broke the covenant, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Jubilee 6, 19 through 22. You know, uh, some, some of my slides in this. Um, okay, but anyway. Julie 6, 19 through 22, speaking of concerning Abraham. Abraham, it says, but Abraham observed it. And Isaac and Yaakov and his children observed it um, up to thy days. So it's telling us that Abraham actually observed first fruits. And Isaac and Jacob and his children observed it up until thy days. Who days? The children of Israel. It says, and in thy days the children of Israel forgot it until he celebrated it anew on this mountain. You know, so, you know, all the patriarchs, they celebrated it up until the time they went into Misraim or Egypt. And then then they stopped celebrating it. Anybody with me? Now, does our canon align with this? It absolutely does. I'm going to show you. Genesis 26, 5. It says because that Abraham Obeyed my voice and kept my charge My commandments, my statutes And my laws This word and my laws This is translated from I believe it's uh, 8451 which is Torah So Abraham kept Torah He kept Yah's commandments And his statutes He kept Torah He kept first fruits and it continues on and it says, and do, the command, and do thou command the children of Israel to observe this festival in all their generations for a commandment unto them one day in the year, in this month, which month? Yeah. Third yeah. month. They shall celebrate the festival, for it is the feast of weeks and the feast of first fruits. This feast is twofold and of a double nature. Mm. According to what is written and engraved and concerning it, celebrate it. For I have written in the book of the first law, and that which I have written for thee, that thou shouldest celebrate it in its season one day in the year. And I explained to thee its sacrifices that the children of Israel should remember and should celebrate it throughout their generations in this month, the third month, one day in every year. Now, it said that it was of a, of a twofold nature, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first nature is this the feast of first fruits.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. And then the second nature is first fruits and Shavuot is also the feast of weeks. Now, the feast of weeks can also be translated as the feast of oats because the word Weeks, Shavuot, also means oath. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying feast of weeks, you can um, likewise say feast of oaths. Mm -hmm. And when you say feast of oaths, then you see how it's associated with the covenant and making an oath unto Elohim. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, and so, you know, even as we see like the, uh, the borders of Israel was from Dan to Beersheba. Beersheba means well of the oath. It literally can translate to well of the seven. Or well of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. You know so. Shavu'ot likewise can be translated as feast of oaths. And there's evidence that it was one time called feast of Mm oaths.
1: You
0: know. But I just wanted to uh, bring this out to show you the dual nature of Shavuot. It's the first fruits and it's the feast of Oaks. Mm-hmm. Now, let us concern ourselves with the Jubilee's depiction of when Abraham and Sarah kept Shavuot. Mm-hmm. All right? You know, and within this story, We also are confronted with Abram and Melchizedek, and that's important because that's how he makes his um, he made his oath was with the priest of Elohim, which was Melchizedek, king of righteousness, you know, and the king of Shalom, Salem. And so, this is recorded during the time when Abram. Covenanted with Elohim when he made his covenant with Elohim, you know, and we're going to see he also gave first a first fruits offering All right, it's found in Jubilees chapter 13 I'm going to read verses 25 through 28 It says for Abram and for his seed a tenth of the first fruits to Yahuwah and Yahuwah ordained it as an ordinance forever that they should give it to the priest who served before him and they should possess it forever. And to this law there is no limit of days for he hath ordained it for the generations forever that they should give to Yahuwah the tenth of everything and of the seed and of the wine and of the oil. Does that sound familiar? Yes. That's the first fruits and of the cattle and of the sheep. You know, that's what you give the offering for the covenant uh, or your oath. And he gave it unto his priest. Well, who was his priest? Melchizedek, right? To eat and to drink with joy before him. Mm -hmm. You know, so he gave it unto his priest, Melchizedek, to eat and drink with joy before him. Now, we're going to go to Jubilees 14 and we're going to read 10 through 13. Because it's going to give us our timeline when when this took place. It says, and he took all these in the middle of the month. And he dwelt at the Oak of Mamre, um, which is near Hebron, And he built there an altar and sacrificed all these. And he poured their blood upon the altar and divided them in the midst and laid them over against each other. But the birds divided he not. And the birds came down upon the pieces and Abram drove them away and did not suffer the birds to touch them. Now we have the same account, you know, in, in our Bibles, right? Yes. That same account. Mm-hmm. You know, now, so we find out that he gave a tenth of the first fruits to Yahuwah, right? Mm-hmm. And we also find out you know, that it happened in the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. Right? So now we're going to go to Jubilee uh, 15 1-2-3 because it gives us Uh, even what month it was in the middle of and it says in Jubilees uh, 15 1 through 3 and in the fifth year of the fourth week of this Jubilee in the third month in the middle of the month Abram celebrated the feast of the first fruits of the grain harvest and he offered new offerings on the altar the first fruits of produce unto Yahuwah and heifer and a goat and a sheep on the altar as a burnt sacrifice unto Yahuwah. Now this is when he covenanted with Yahuwah and Yah told him to bring a heifer, a goat, and a sheep and, the, um, and the, um, the doves. You know, and it says and their fruit offerings and their drink offerings he offered upon the altar with frankincense and Yahuwah appeared to offer and said unto him. So here it is, we see that he's offering the first fruits and he's offering the offerings for the covenant. It's a dual Nature feast. Can you see that? And you see Abram fulfill both natures of Now, let's consider Jacob or Israel. He too, according to Jubilees, kept the feast of first fruits. Now his account is found in Jubilees chapter 43. I'm going to read verses 19 through 20. It says in Yahudah came near and said send him with me and if I do not bring him back to thee let me bear the blame before thee all the days of my life and he sent him with him in the second year of this week on the first day of the month. Now what is he talking about? He's talking about when he sent Yamin to Mitzrayim Mm -hmm. sent him to Joseph because Joseph was saying look I'm not giving y'all no more grain unless y'all bring y'all youngest brother.
1: Mm -hmm. You know
0: and so um Yaakov would not let them go for the longest, but now things have really gotten Into dire straits and they really Needed some grain you know and They were saying We're not going back because we can't go Back without them so you have to send them You know and so he finally acquiesced To sending them to Yahuda, And that's what we're reading about here but The reason we come here is because of It gives us the timeline it says In the second year Of this week On the first day of the month Alright? So we have what year it is. It's year two, second year. You know, and it was the first day of the month when he sent them. Now, we're going to um, go over to Jubilees 44. We're going to go from one, um, look at one through five, because it tells us, it gets us to our third month. It says, And Israel took his journey from Haran. From his house on the new moon of the third month. Now just a background to the story, you know, here it is, he done sent with um in verses 19 through 20, Jubilees 43, 19 through 20, he's sending Ben Yamin with Yahuda over to Joseph. Now Joseph, you know, um accepts him and now You know Joseph reveals himself to his brethren and they know who he is and they see he's ruling over Egypt second in command only to Pharaoh and now here it is Joseph uh, says you know what about my dad is he alive you know go get him go get my dad tell him to come on over here because there's five years of famine left you know and you guys won't survive out there on your own this is why Yah sent me before you so that I might save uh, save you guys. So I'm going I'm going to send some some wagons over there. Y'all bring all y'all stuff and y'all y'all moving here and we're going I'm going to give y'all the best of the land. I'm going to give y'all gold Right? You know, so this is the background to the story. Now in the meantime and in the between time, you know, Yaka, he doesn't want to do it because you know, uh uh because of of Yah, you know, and, and you know he didn't want to get out of the will of Yah. And so He's confused as to whether or not he should actually go into Egypt. Because his father, after all, was told not to go into Egypt. Remember, his father was in a famine. And his father was told not to go into Egypt. You know, so here it is. He's perplexed as to whether or not he should go. So he goes to make an offering unto Yah trying to get direction. Anybody with me? Alright, you know, and... So he's going to Bethel, the house of Elohim, you know, because he wants direction. And so here it is. Uh, We're going to pick it up with verses 1 through 5. It says, And Israel took his journey from Haran, from his house on the new moon of the third month. And he went on the way of the well of the oath. You know, now this is Beersheba. Now you see how they translated it? (laughs) The well of the oath. Now you see I wasn't pulling your leg, right? You know, and he offered a sacrifice to the Elohim of his father Isaac on the 7th of this month. Now, he offered a sacrifice to the Elohim of his father Isaac on the 7th of this month. Remember that. He offered it on the 7th of this month. Well, if if, um, if the beginning of the month started on day one, the 7th would be what? A Sabbath. It says, and Yaakov remembered the dream. That he had seen at Bethel. And he feared to go down into Mitzrayim. And while he was thinking of sending word to Yosef. To come to him. And that he would not go down. He remained there seven days. If perchance. He could see a vision. As to whether he should remain or go down. See he was trying to find. Get direction from Yah. As to whether or not he should remain. In the land of Canaan. Or go down to Egypt. Alright, everybody still, still with me? You know, so he remained there seven more days. You know, so what day of the third month are we at? Fourteen. Seven to seven is fourteen. We're at the fourteenth for the third month, right? Now, it, it goes on to say, And he celebrated the harvest festival of the first fruits with old grain. Now, we know what day that first fruits fall on you know, according to the Dead Sea Scrolls, the priest from the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's the 15th, right? Which would have been the very next day. Hence it tells us, and he celebrated the harvest festival of the first fruits with old grain. For all the land of Canaan, there was not a handful of seed in the land, for the famine was over all the beasts, cattle, and birds, and also over man. Now get this, the next day, and on the 16th, Yahweh appeared unto him and said, so after he kept First fruits. Rather, right he celebrated the harvest festival. Yah appeared to him the next day hmm. on the 16th. Hmm. Everybody with me? Yes. Sir. Yep. All right. Now, what I'm going to do next is gonna, I'm going to show you this very same account on the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, I'm going to show you this account on the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar, but I'm also going to show you that it only works, it only works for the second year and the fifth year. And the reason being is because the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar follow a six year cycle. Within that six year cycle, years one and six I the saying, years two and five I same. I'm I'm sorry, uh, 1 and 4 are the same, years 1 and 4 are the same, years 2 and 5 are the same, and years 3 and 6 are the same. Okay? You know, now it only works in years 2 and 5. If it was any other year within the, within the, uh, the week, it wouldn't work. You know, but it aligns precisely with what Jubilees is saying. Now, we're going to take a look at it. Now, it says that he got there on the new moon of the third month, right? So, this is month three. This is year two. Look in the lower right-hand corner. It tells you the year, okay? So, this is the um, year two, month three. It says he got there on the new moon of month three. We see a new moon, a new moon of month three falls on day six. You see that? No. You know, falls on day six. Then it says he gave an offering unto Yah on the seventh of the third month. Which would have been a Shabbat. Which would have been the time that you would give your offering unto Yah. Hence we see him sacrificing unto Yah. The father, um, the, the fear of his, of his father Isaac. Amen. Then it said he stayed there how many days? Another seven days in hopes of hearing from Yah as to whether or not he should go down to Mizraim or stay in the land, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so he stayed another seven days and there was another Sabbath, right? Now, it says that after that, it says that uh, he actually... Kept Shavuot or first fruits on the 15th of the third month. Right? He kept it on the 15th of the third month. And so this is precisely in line, in alignment to what Jubilee said. Now, it perfectly checks out. But if we look at year one, we see that the new moon of the third month falls on the 16th of Abid. So it wouldn't work. Because the 16th of Abid, you know, if he'd have got there on the 16th of Abid, it would have already been past Shavuot, which is on the 15th of the third month. Can you see that? Is that clear? You know, so if it was year one that we were looking at, and, and and Jubilee said that it was year one and said he got there on the new moon and he gave an offering the next day, you know, you you can see that it wouldn't have worked because the new moon is already past First Fruits. Alright, so that's year one. It won't work. Now, year three. Now, when we take a look at year three, we see that he got there on the new moon of the third month. Where the new moon on the third month of year three is again past the 15th of the third month. So it's past first fruits. So this one wouldn't fit either. Can you see that? Because it's already past first fruits. So he wouldn't have been able to keep first fruits you know, after getting there you know, during, during the, um, the, uh, the new, new moon. Of the third month because it would have already been past the time of first fruits. So year three wouldn't work. Year four. Now, when we consider year four, it's the same as year one. And again, we see that if he got there during the new moon, which will fall on the 16th, it would already be past. First fruits, which is on the 15th of the third month. Can you see that? Yeah. So that year won't work. Year four won't work. Now, when we take a year, look at year five, which is the same as year two, we find that if he got there on the new moon, it would be the sixth. It says the next day that um, he offered an offering, and we see it would be the Sabbath. And then it says, he stayed there another seven days, which would have been another Sabbath. Then it says on the 15th, he kept, he celebrated First Fruits, and it absolutely works. It falls in perfect alignment because it's the same as year two. And in year six, it wouldn't work either because it's the same as, as year three. So that's all I have for you. I pray that everyone see how we got that done. all right we will take any questions at this time